Continuing on with Learning Objective 21.3, and I do hope you're finding this as exciting as I do, we're going to examine in 21.3 the precise tax consequences of proportionate operating distributions. You'll recall partnerships do not generally recognize gain or loss on the distribution of property. Most operating distributions do not result in gain or loss to the partner receiving that distribution. Gains and losses are deferred through the basis adjustments that are made to the distributed assets as well as to the basis of the partnership interest. A partner does recognize gain from an operating distribution if she receives a distribution of money, of course, that exceeds the basis in her partnership interest. But now remember this next statement. Partners never, never, never recognize losses from operating distributions. Let me reiterate that. Partners never recognize losses from operating distributions. Now let's examine the consequences of distributions that consist not only of cash but also of property. Here, the partners must reallocate their outside basis to the distributed assets, including the money, and their continuing partnership interests. Now, the partner will take a basis in the distributed property equal to the partnership's basis in that same property. Now, there is an order or a sequencing in which to allocate the outside basis to the bases of the distributed assets. First, the partner allocates the outside basis to any money received and then to other property as a carryover basis. The remainder will be the partner's outside basis after the distribution. When the partnership distributes property other than money with a basis exceeding the remaining outside basis, the partner assigns the remaining outside basis to the distributed assets, and the partner's outside basis is then reduced to zero. Let's do a problem which is based on example 2114 from the textbook. Suppose we have Greg who's received land held for investment and it has a fair market value of $250,000 and adjusted basis of $140,000. And he's received a distribution from the CCS partnership on December 31, 2013. And he's agreeing to assume a mortgage of $120,000 on that land after distribution. His outside basis is $334,000 before considering this distribution. We'd like to know what are the tax consequences, that is the gain or loss, and the basis of the distributed assets, as well as the outside basis and the partnership interest of this distribution to Greg. Our answer is as follows. Greg does not recognize any gain or loss on the distribution. His basis in the land is $140,000, and his outside basis in CCS is $278,000, which is determined as follows. Step one, we look at what his outside basis was pre-distribution. That was $334,000. He's also assumed a mortgage of $120,000, so his 30% ownership in the partnership means that 36,000 of that mortgage is going to be part of his basis. And then he has deemed cash contribution from the debt assumption of 84,000. The difference between step two, 120,000, and step three, 36,000. 
Now his outside basis after the debt changes will be the sum of 334,000 and 84,000 in deemed cash contribution from the debt assumption. Now his basis in the distributed land which he had received from the partnership will be 140,000. That's the carryover basis from the CCS partnership. And his post-distribution outside basis will be $278,000. Again, that represents the difference between his outside basis after the debt changes of $418,000 less his basis in the distributed land of $140,000. So one of the tax planning observations here would be that Greg is going to need to consider the effects of changes in debt before ever determining the precise effects of the distribution. The tax rules treat him as making a net contribution of $84,000 to the partnership, the difference between the full mortgage he had assumed and his pre-distribution share of that debt. And Greg then allocates the $140,000 of his outside basis to the land and reduces his outside basis accordingly. Let's conclude Learning Objective 21.3 with problem 39 from the textbook. Coy and Matt are equal partners in the Matt-Coy partnership. Each partner has a basis in his partnership interest of 28000 at the end of the current year prior to any distributions. On December 31st, they each receive an operating distribution. Coy receives 10000 in cash. Matt receives 3000 in cash as well as a parcel of land with the fair market value of 7000 and a basis of 4000 to the partnership. And Matt Coy the partnership has no debt, has no hot assets. So the first question. At A, we're going to examine what is Coy's recognized gain or loss and what's the character of that gain or loss. At B, we want to know what will Coy's ending basis in his partnership interest be. For at question C, we want to know what's Matt's recognized gain or loss and the character of any gain or loss. D asks us to examine what Matt's basis in the distributed property will be, and E asks us to determine what's Matt's ending basis in the partnership interest. Let's review the results. With regard to A, Coy does not recognize any gain or loss on the current distribution. Regarding B, Coy reallocates his basis in Matt Coy uh, to the cash in the amount equal to the distribution, so his remaining basis in Matt Coy will be $18,000, the difference between $28,000 and $10,000. Regarding the answer to C, Matt doesn't recognize any gain or loss on that current distribution. Regarding D, Matt takes a carryover basis in the distributed property. The cash has a basis equal to $3,000, and the land has a basis equal to $4,000, which was the partnership's basis in the land. Regarding E, Matt reallocates his basis in Matt Coy to the cash in an amount equal to the distribution, 3000 And Matt takes a carryover basis in the land and allocates 4000 of Matt Coy's basis in the land. So his remaining basis in the partnership interest is 21000 the difference between 28000 less 3000 and less 4000 So his basis in the partnership interest, again, will be $21,000.
This concludes Learning Objective 21-3.